Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Hey, Megan. Hey, Rachel. How's your week going? It's like, okay, it's whatever. Every normal, ordinary week, right? Right. Except it's not. We're going to be on Watch What Happens Live. Oh my God, you guys. We found out that we're going to be guest bartenders on Watch What Happens Live this Sunday. Pinch us because <laughs> are we dreaming? We are going to be thinking of you, dear listeners, the whole time. Yes. We are doing this for you. Because we're so excited, Rachel and I will obviously be documenting the whole night on our social feeds. You can find me at Meg Segura on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Rachel Rob on Twitter and at Suspiciously Small on Instagram. And let us know. Tweet us uh, using the hashtag Bravo Daily Dish what you want to know, what you yeah. want to see. Yeah. What are the tchotchkes? We'll tell you. What's behind the bar? We'll tell you. How many people can you cram in there? We'll tell you. Because we'll know. Oh, and by the way, in case you didn't know already, you're listening to The Daily Dish. Bravo's official podcast. Today, I got to talk to Carrie from The Real Housewives of Dallas. Yes. I saw her, too, on Friday at the reunion. Yeah, it's it's been a rough time for Carrie in these past couple episodes, so we talked all about that. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be breaking down The Real Housewives of New Jersey and Orange County. Yes, this week was so good for both of those I shows. know. I was like, yes, we're back in it. We're doing it. But first, let's get into some headlines. We're here with Laura Rosenfeld, Daily Dish Editor for BravoTV.com. Hi, Laura. Hey, Megan. Hey, Rachel. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, a, I have a big question for you both. Have you ever dreamed of living in one of the Real Housewives' homes? Of course. Well, now's your chance. What? Who? Who? <laughs> well, Where? When? <laughs> well, Melissa Gorga is selling her house in Montville, New Jersey. Oh, my God. They, I feel like they once tried to sell it a while ago and yes. then didn't yes, yes that's right yeah mm. they they tried to sell it they were going to move to franklin lakes right um, i remember this on the show them like having people come and see their house 
Yeah, that's right. So they were going to sell it. They ended up leasing the Montville house um, while they were building their Franklin Lakes home. They built the Franklin Lakes home. They moved out of that house, sold the Franklin Lakes home, moved back into the Montville mansion, renovated it, and now they're selling it finally. Oh, wait. So Hopefully you can follow all that. There was a period of time where they moved out of their current home and were living in the Franklin Lakes home? Yes. Okay. Well, they, they actually moved into a different home because they were building the Franklin Lakes home from the ground oh. up. And then I, I'm not sure if they actually ever lived in that home that they built, but they built it and then eventually sold it, moved back into the Montville. So home. where are they moving? So we're not sure. We don't know. They're just, you know, they're looking for a fresh start. Um, it better be in New Jersey. <laughs> Melissa had this statement to say, um, explaining why um, she and her family are moving. She said, quote, my family and I have so many amazing memories in this house. Joe and I built and designed it from the ground up. However, we decided it was time for a change and we're excited to see where life brings us next. So we'll have to stay tuned. I wonder if it's an up or a down grade. Like, are they going bigger or are they upgrade. going a smaller? I don't know. Sometimes people are like, this is too much house for us now. Yeah. I can't deal with it. I'm just thinking yeah. about Joe and how he, like, he likes, likes more, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't right. blame him. And this house, remember, has a recording studio in it. Oh right. That Joe right. built for Melissa. Um, so if you're looking for one of those in your home. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, yes. we are. Obviously, <laughs> we isn't? have a dedicated podcast spot. <laughs> That's right. Do we know the list price? Yes. So the house is on the market for a cool $3.5 million. A cool uh, 3.5. Right. You know, a jump bargain. change. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to place a bid, but now that I know it's only $3.5 million. Exactly. Exactly. It could oh be gosh. yours for that price. Anyway. Good luck, Joe and Melissa. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What else is going on? So speaking of houses, mm-hmm. um, if you've been wondering where Luanne Deliceps has been living since she split from Tom, remember she was living in the penthouse. Right. right. The penthouse. Right. So that's right. Is it back in Sonia Morgan's home for Wayward Oh, calls? God, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> I would love to tell you that it is, but it isn't. No. <laughs> uh, she's been living year-round. Now she, Well, now she's planning on living year-round in her sad Harbor home oh, in the Hamptons. Which New we've York. all been to with Andy, right? Yes, that's where they filmed the one on one. We can knock right on that door. That's right. <laughs> with some rose. <laughs> Not a bad place to land. If you have yeah. to if you have to go somewhere. I know. It's, it's I think not that like amazing a... <laughs> Sag Harbor house will do. Right. That's right. You know what? I don't know if anyone ever asked Sonia, but who was the better house guest, Luann or Tinsley? I, I mean, think I'm not did gonna ask her and Oh, I, did they? I think. I, I know. I feel like I remembered <laughs> that, but I can't remember who she said. Yeah, <sighs> I feel like like Andy might have asked her on Watch What Happens Live or right. something, but I just I can't remember. Oh, it's well. probably on the Daily Dish if you right. want to look it up. Seriously, <laughs> one of you remember? Tweet us at bravotv.com using the hashtag Bravo Daily Dish because we can't remember. So, so Luann is looking for new beginnings and planning for the future, and so is Jeff Lewis, as we learned last week um, on his SiriusXM radio show, Jeff Lewis Live. I had no idea he had a Sirius. That's the news. Is that, is that the news? Did you guys <laughs> yeah. not know? Well, it's pretty new. It's pretty new. Okay. Um, Gage is on it, which I think is amazing. How do they have time? Right. <laughs> That's true. They're just in the. I bet it's in the car. They film it in the <laughs> right. car. Right. That would. That's the best use of your time. Yeah. <laughs> That is so true. Um, But yeah, so uh, a caller asked him if he was planning on having any more kids. And Jeff confirmed that they are going to try for another child. As you may know, um, they welcomed uh, daughter Monroe last October. October They're going to call her Mo. (laughs) 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 
And so, yeah, now they're, uh, you know, looking into doing IVF again via surrogate, and they're looking to use Gage's embryo um, <gasps> right, this time it's around. it's his turn. Yes. And his right. most viable embryo is, uh, would be a boy. So oh. they might welcome a boy in the future. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. I have to say, though, I mean, I'm sure uh, Gage's son will be beautiful, but Monroe is so stunning mm-hmm. that I feel like I would keep going with Jeff's. <laughs> <laughs> she is so cute. Yeah. Are they going to yeah. use the same surrogate or the same egg? Yeah, that's I a good question. I, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know Both. either of those. Both? Maybe yeah. neither? I'm not sure. I One don't. or the other? I wonder. <laughs> I'm just surprised that he confirmed this when, like, just last week he was on Watch What Happens being like, wait forever to have children. It's the worst to yeah. MJ. Yeah, I know. So it's... I guess it's not the worst, Jeff. You really like it. <laughs> or maybe he's like, well, we've already started. we got to keep going. <laughs> well, congrats <laughs> to all. To our all. Brothers. Yeah, look at all this. Staying in Sag Harbor, having babies. It's moving great house. houses. <laughs> yeah. New houses old houses well thank you so much laura for informing us on the need to know info my pleasure and all the links to the stories we discussed can be found in the description we tag teamed that (laughs) welcome grace the producer um and keep looking out for more updates on all this and more on the daily dish on bravotv.com So, Rachel, even though you got to go to the Dallas reunion, I got to interview Carrie and Mark this week. Right. And that was eye-opening because they had just finished filming the reunion. So I feel like, I don't know, I caught them on a good day. Mm. But before we get into that, let's talk about this amazing episode on Dallas. So good. Oh, my God. So it's Brandyland's party. Right. Which... Would you have a party named Megan Land? I mean, now I would. (laughs) I didn't know it's what I needed to throw. My name doesn't rhyme with candy, so I don't know. It doesn't work as well. Oh, I never, I didn't, I didn't get that. Anyway, Brandyland has a lot of stuff going on in it. Namely, plastic cups. (laughs) Right? Oh my God. Did that throw you off? The plastic cups? Yeah. No, I I didn't either. Like, that's what I was wondering. I mean, I think that usually, like, when you go to a party like that or, like, a club or whatever, like, I wouldn't be surprised if I got a plastic cup. Right. I think I've been to weddings where there were plastic cups. I was just at a wedding that had, oh, no, it had, it had glass. But I'm sure there were plastic cups about. Right. For water. There are plastic cups for water. (laughs) So there's that. Um, anyway but yeah Cameron called it out yes <laughs> it just like was not in in Brandy's favor to not have glass right because Cameron, Cameron was there yeah but it then set up Cameron for like the best Ugh. comedic timing of all time which is this is why you have plastic so good and I, it was brilliant yeah. hilarious so good and I will say being at the reunion Cameron is my MVP I think what I know isn't that crazy I didn't think that's who you would say I know I, I'm surprised to be saying it too but she came she saw did she bring receipts she she didn't bring receipts but she brought some really good one-liners yes I texted you one of them and it just made me giggle a lot which I can't share with the rest of you but, but it was good. But it was good. Um, but yeah, she really like came to play that day. 
And before we get into the real drama, I want to just talk a little bit about a little robot friend of mine named D Simmons 1000. Oh my god, that was amazing. I know. Uh, in her blog this week, she was like, you can buy anything on Amazon. <laughs> I mean, how much do you think that costs, though? I don't know. I feel like it was more than $50. <laughs> um, but she also said it was four in the morning in Croatia when she was calling in. Wow. Dedication. Dedication. Um, I just thought that was so funny. And like... Yet again, another reason why I just love Deandra. Like, I can't be there. I'm going to, like, I think this was a first. I don't think any of our housewives have segued, roboted yeah, at a party. No, definitely not. But let's get into the downstairs drama, as I'll call it. <laughs> no, it was downstairs yeah. drama. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Grace doesn't appreciate that, but but Megan did. I got it. Um, yeah. Leanne brought notes. Yes. Andy Cohen style. Like like note cards. Like full I mean on. branded <laughs> note cards. Like I'm I'm there was probably a Bravo logo on there somewhere. Right? I was impressed. That was crazy. Yeah. Like to me that is saying, yeah, I came looking for an argument. Mm, like I came looking for trouble. Like right. I'm gonna but uh, she didn't get a word in edgewise, I don't feel like because it's really just kept being between Carrie and Brandy. Right. Um, so all the ladies go downstairs, and Brandy kind of confronts Carrie on saying, you said that you wouldn't be friends with us because of our behavior in Mexico, us being Stephanie and Brandy. And she did say it. We see that in flashback. I think they're trashy. Their behavior toward me has been awful. I can't be friends with them. Early in the episode, Brandy drops this huge bomb that Carrie was the nanny to Mark's kids with his ex-wife. I'm not going to sit here and be called a liar over and over again when I've done nothing but protect her, when we both know that she was the nanny for Mark. But also she says verbatim this. It's a little obvious that they did have an affair. If something went on with my family like that, that bitch would have some problems. Like she says those words, which is so crazy to me. That was just like talking about... In Housewives history, hitting below the belt, I feel like mm-hmm. that definitely rings. Yes. And then she brought it up again in the downstairs drama. And I know for a fact that you were the f- nanny. And I said this to Carrie, and I, I stand by it. I felt like she had the perfect reaction, which is just like truth. Like, and? A hundred percent, I babysat the kids. I was paid by the family. Because, like, right then, you're taking away the power of the statement. Right, because what Brandy wants is, like, no, I wasn't, or, like, what are you saying? Or, like, you know, but just saying me, like, yeah, but that has nothing to do with the fact that we got together later. Right. It was never a secret, which, I don't know, was it? I, I don't know. So that's happening, but then you have Leanne with the glass smashing. Because let me tell you something. Be real. Woo! Jesus, help me. Be real careful. I love a glass smash. Ugh. Amsterdam. Hello. Yes. You will not talk about my husband. Yeah. Ugh. You never, never talk about my husband. <laughs> you will know. never. Everybody will know. my husband. Everybody you will know. You will know. understand that. Everybody will go after my husband. What did Lance do it about? Um... You're gonna listen or something like that. Something like that. Which I in that moment felt 
her energy and her pain because it's the worst when you're trying to say something and someone just ignores you. Right. And Carrie's just like does not have time for Leanne. You know who I felt for in this whole thing is Tiffany. (laughs) What's Tiffany doing? My favorite part is when Leanne is up in Carrie's face and I hope you lick it up. Oh, God, that was terrible. <laughs> you could see Tiffany's face right next to them, like in the background, like tee-hee-heeing, because it just must be so ridiculous to be sitting here and hearing these words come out of these women. Called F-A-F. Oh, I hope it smells like dog mm. You got to lick it up. And also, like, whose side was she on? Right. You know what I mean? I couldn't tell. Right. I mean, I would say Leanne's probably. Probably. Right? Ugh. I saw Carrie tweeted last night. She was like, I'm out of the group. What is this, the Spice Girls? It's like, oh, Carrie. Oh, yeah, because she and Cameron were like, we're out of here. Yeah. So, again, I think Cameron really, like, stuck up for Carrie this week. Yeah, totally. And was, like, there for her. Her friends didn't back down. Did you think, because Cameron's whole thing was, like, Brandy and Stephanie didn't have... Carrie's back in Mexico and that's part of the reason Carrie says too that she said that about Brandy and Stephanie do you feel like they didn't have her back I kind of felt like in that situation they had their own issues with her so like what does that even mean to have their back like it wasn't like they were standing on Leanne's side they kind of had their own stuff well at least Brandy did right and just because Leanne was a person to bring it up necessarily doesn't mean that Brandy's siding with Leanne yeah it just is like an issue she has with her and it came out that way right these ladies I know I tell ya god bless them yeah um but the reunion tell me everything So the reunion, I was able to go because I was getting a bunch of uh, content and behind the scenes videos and pictures. Yes, tell me everything. It was amazing. Uh, Brandy, last season was like super nervous. She spoke like this the whole time and we couldn't get like anything out of her. She was like in a way different place this year and like hilarious, super down to like hang out with us. I asked her if she brought the dildo with her. You guys will have to find out. I asked her if... um, if he had a tagline, what would his name be? Oh, my God. You'll get to find that. She gave me two. But there's a strong divide between the ladies. Divided by couches, would you say? And it's divided by the couches. The couches reflect the, <laughs> <laughs> the where state everyone's of the group. at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, wait, were, where were they sitting? Um, so you have Leanne, Deandra, Cameron on one side, and you have Brandy, Carrie, and Stephanie on the other. What? That surprises me because I thought Carrie and Cameron would be sitting next to each other. Right, but I think that this season has really brought Cameron, Leanne, and Deandra together because Deandra and Cameron are old friends. Right. And then Deandra's always going to have Leanne's back. Right. So I think that all kind of happened. But it is funny considering what happened this week. Yeah. And Cameron writing so hard for Carrie. Maybe it just means there's more to be seen this season. Yeah. Were there any walk-offs? I can neither confirm or deny. What about crying? Oh, yes. There was crying. Screaming? I don't know if they're screaming. I mean, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said maybe not, and then I remembered a moment, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited for that. Yeah. No, it was it was the best reunion I've ever physically been to. Awesome. It was so good. 
Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, Carrie was also at the reunion. Yes. And I mean, <laughs> yes. So let's talk to her. Hey, everyone. It is a special day because I have Carrie and Mark Duber in with us. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you? Thank Hi. you so much for being here. Yes, thank you for having us. I just have to ask, I know you just shot the reunion yeah. on Friday. And that's af- and then as a viewer, I it's have like, I see you going from the Mexico trip to this winter wonderland party. And then to hear that you went to the reunion, is it like, do you just need to take a nap and lie down? Um, yes. <laughs> Basically, like, I, I feel like I have been through a war <laughs> and come out the other side. I mean, it, 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 it's been tough. Like, I feel like I've been very emotional, I think, for the last, you know, month just watching it back and just seeing what all happened. I just – because I, I did. I felt really alone after Mexico and um, just felt, you know, real Debbie Downer on myself and, yeah. and just – all of my relationships I just felt really like isolated I don't want to spoil it too much but for the reunion um do you feel like you came out on the other side do you feel like um you you know I feel like I got to voice my opinion Mm -hmm. which is always important I feel like I got to tell my truth and and how I felt um you know I think it, I think it went. Well. I feel like I saw her smile for the first time in about a month. <laughs> yeah, when, when she was wrapped up with that, and so yeah. that that was great. That was yeah. good to see. So I, th- I think she was happy about yeah. how it went. I was. I mean, I was happy that I got to, to have my voice and just to you know address things that happened. That I was like, wait a minute, you know, that's not how that went, or you know, get, get my perspective on that or my point of view. Like, I wish that I feel like a lot of our issues on the show is just communication, you know, and had we had better communication, that none of this would have happened. Do, is it hard for you, Mark, to watch her go through this? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really hard. I mean, she's my best friend, and I want her to be safe and happy and 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 not hurting, and it's just terrible to see that. It, yeah. it makes me crazy, and I want to step in and protect her and take her away from it, but I know, you know, she's a big girl, and she's got to... She's got to fight her own battles, and mm-hmm. I, I can't do that. So it's just – it's a very tough struggle. You've inadvertently been brought into the drama this season. What <laughs> – look on your face like – I don't fully understand why. You're really popular, baby. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm so popular anymore. Uh, you know, I mean, we had a couple of rough weeks there. You know, I was grumpy here and there, and yeah. people think that's who I am all day long. But, you know, I'm not. Last year, I think they saw a different side of me, and I thought, you know, most most uh, most viewers kind of liked me. And this, this year, I'm not so sure. Well, but I, mean, I haven't really changed. No, you haven't changed. I mean, I think, you know, you have good days and bad days, and that's just normal. And that's just life. And and anyone who can sit there, you know, not not in front of a camera and be like, oh, well, you know, you know, I just have great days every day. I mean, you're lying. I mean, yeah, everybody I mean, has a thing, bad day. You know, well, gee, that they got cameras following him. You'd think he'd be on better behavior. Well, newsflash, you know, cameras don't follow you if you're always on your best behavior then they're not going to be there <laughs> yeah so yeah I mean we're we you know we definitely have our our moments and and uh, I think that's normal yeah well this episode will air after the winter wonderland okay. episode airs so I did want to ask mm-hmm. a little bit about that sure crazy crazy night was it even crazier to be there in person oh yeah I mean I was not feeling it I felt like it was an ambush the minute I walked in like the energy I'm you know I'm a yogi I can kind of feel and sense what's going on and I walked in and I was like oh man like this is bad well she kind of knew it even when she was getting ready we kind of talked about it when she was getting ready I was well yeah because it was coming off and... it was coming off yeah you were going to plastic surgery meeting I mean I, it was coming off of Mexico and I already felt like just so defeated I think and and you know I felt even more defeated and betrayed after uh, the white party. I just felt like, oh, my gosh, like maybe these, maybe no one does want to be my friend. Like maybe, you know, it's like you're in high school and you're like, oh, you know, just I just got thrown in the locker and like but or thrown in the trash can, you know, like I'm, you know, I felt very like very alone, very bullied and just, you know, um, sad. I was yeah. just really sad. And I just I, – I think that night I just kind of shut down and just I, – I couldn't even fight. I had – I didn't even have it in me. I was just like, you know, I, I can't even – I can't even put up a, a defense. And I – nor did I want to, nor did I care to, nor did I feel like I should have had to. You know, it, it, it just – I didn't feel like I deserved it. When you um, said to Brandy, you go, I'm so bored, did you mean – like, I'm literally bored in this party. No, I was bored with the fighting. I was bored with the situation. I was bored and just tired of the drama. Like, just absolutely drained. Just drained. I mean, I just, I lose all I could do to even get to that party. And then I could tell that Brandy was like, pissed at me (laughs) and I and I I didn't know why I didn't realize it was you know because of you know what I had said at the boat that I you know I said that I wouldn't you know I I don't know if I can be friends with these girls you know that was at that moment that was how I felt and that was a true statement and I did say that and I you know I feel badly now of course that I said that but at the same time you know I I feel like I got pushed there you know I was in a bad spot um Brandy also brings up that you were a nanny right. for Mark's family. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I thought you handled it so well and that you were like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's I mean, a fact. You know, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't the nanny. I babysat the kids probably a handful of times when Mark and his ex-wife were in Europe together. And so because I was an employee of Mark – if I wasn't operating, if he wasn't there, I don't operate on my own. I don't know if anyone realizes that, but I'm a nurse. He is a surgeon. I operate with him. 
I don't do procedures when he isn't there. So I had nothing to do for the weeks that he is in Saint-Tropez or in Switzerland. And so I, you know, would graciously actually watch his kids, take them to school, pick them up, and feed them while him and his ex-wife were out of the country. Well, it actually happened the first time because I went on a trip to Saint-Tropez with a couple of plastic surgeon friends of mine. We went on a couple's trip. Who I also worked with. And Carrie had worked with uh, both of them at times, mm-hmm. and she had babysat one of their kids. And they're like, hey, she could watch your kids. She's watched ours, and she's great. She's trustworthy. And I'm like, yeah, that per- makes perfect sense. I mean, these guys, I don't even and think And the they kids loved me. her. You didn't pay me. Well, I mean, I, I think you were paid your salary. Yeah, well. So I'm just saying, I was not a paid nanny. <laughs> I think she needs a retroactive bonus. I'm like, hey, uh, I'd be the other guy. The other guy. I don't know. I don't know. Did anyone ever pay me? I, I just did it out of the kindness of my heart. Like know. it wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm going to be a nanny for like you know a hustle, a side hustle. It was you know I, I was doing it to be nice and and and. I, these are respected surgeons in our community, and, uh, you know, they wanted someone they could trust, and they know they could trust me. But, you know, on a side note, I mean, people are still trying to throw some scandal uh, out there about how we got together. And Just dirt, dirt, dirt. Everybody's going to believe what they want, yeah, and it, it doesn't matter at this point, and we don't care. We've and been married eight years. We fell in love. Yeah. We're together. The end. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you want to believe we had an affair, believe it. We go didn't, ahead. but go ahead and believe it. It yeah. doesn't hurt us either way. So either way. doesn't matter. Let's move on. Well, I did want to ask if you had ever asked Brandy or Stephanie not to reveal that. No. Okay. Because no. I think that's just No secret. Mm. It was not a secret. I mean, that's, you know, it's, you know, whatever. I mean, it's not on the Dallas brochure. <laughs> I, you know, I, but I, you know, I, don't, I, I think it was, it's just not an important like fact or yeah. anything you know it just is what it is so i know in an upcoming episode we're gonna see you mark kind of confront leanne about some rumors she's been spreading do you think looking back it was good to to you know put it out on the table and confront her or did it hurt the situation oh, oh I think from my good. point of view it is absolutely good to confront people and be direct and I think that, you know, that's what people should do in general when there's conflict is you should not go around that person and talk to a third party. You go to the source and you say, this is what, you know, is going on. This is what's going on. What do you have to say about it? As opposed to going around to someone else and saying, why is this going on? So, I mean, from my point of view, it helped the situation. I don't know if it did from her point of view or from anyone else's point of view, but I feel better. That's generally the way I like to handle things is to be direct. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that he deserved to be able to talk to her too, you know, face-to-face and not hear this through a third party and, and you know, get an explanation or at least, you know, I think that Leanne's a little bit, a little bit of a coward, you know, she can say it behind his back, but you know what? Say it to his face. You know, if it's about him and you have such animosity toward him, you know, he's right here. You know, have a conversation. I, I just I just think her making up these rumors and then spreading them around to hurt us is just really low. And I, I don't know what her end game is. I, I think she wanted me gone. I think she wanted me out of the group of friends. I think She's trying to spin that into saying, I wanted her out of the group, but yet I'm not the one spreading all these rumors and lies and trying to um, bash 
her character. She's trying to bash our character and trying to make people think that we're we're not good people. And, it, you know, it's frustrating. It's just frustrating to have to deal with stuff like that and deal with people with that kind of attitude. And that kind of negativity. I'm just such a positive positive person. I like to have positivity in my life and positive energy. I think it's really important, especially with having kids and a practice. And, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just not how I roll. Cameron seems to be a real ray of light yes, this season yes, for you. Like yes. really having your back. Very much so. How would you rate her first season as a housewife? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, Cameron really, really stuck up for me and is a true, you know, she, she's a friend to me. Um, I, you know, she's new to this. And I, I don't know. I, I don't think she intentionally does. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, she's, she's a sweet girl. And she, she just needs to be herself. Yeah. I that's mean, that's I actually say. a popular I mean, sentiment, not around Cameron necessarily, but first time housewives. Yeah, is- because I think I think you don't know. You're like, do I do myself? Because like when I sit and chat with Cameron, like, and I think you see it. I think you see it in Mexico. I think you see it um, at the white party, even and everywhere else. I think I think as the season progresses, you see, you know what? She's a real person and, and she's she's being a real friend. And and I think that really is who she is. Great. So before you guys go, I have to get all of my fangirl questions out of the way about the reunion. But sadly, listeners, you cannot be privy to any of that yet. So before we get into the deep, juicy secrets, can, is there anything you can tell us that teases the reunion? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I think that I got a lot of a lot of, of factual information out that I was that was really important to me and was like weighing heavy on me especially with the plastic surgery stuff it was really important for me to know that you know I'm I'm a nurse and first and foremost I want to look out for patient safety and and want patients to have the best outcome possible so you know that was really important to me um, and and I think that you know I got to resolve some stuff like with Brandy um, which was really, really important to me. I love Brandy. Um, she has a heart of gold, and I feel like we just really we had a I had a rough season with her. Like I I I it was hard. I mean, she really hurt my feelings, and I hurt hers. And um, you know, I think we're going to need some time to work through all of it. Um, but I think that we're off to a a good start. Um, Stephanie and I, of course, are are good and and close, and I think we worked through anything that we had. Which you know, uh, she's been she's been pretty supportive after after all of every you know everything I've been through. She's been very supportive, and Cam too. Um, you know, Leanne and I, I I don't even know what to say. You know, I don't know where to go. I'm just kind of at a loss. Given that this was kind of a rough season and mm-hmm. that your name was sort of dragged into it, have you guys discussed if, you know, Real Houses of Dallas comes back, God willing, and you guys are asked back, would you want to do another season? Um, I think, you know, I think we'll have to weigh the, the pros and cons of it and kind of go from there. I mean, I think, you know, the thing about Mark and I is we're not quitters. <laughs> you know, and, and I think when we make a commitment to do something, we do it. So, you know, I think that's that's where we're at. You know, that's I think not a yes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a yes. It's not a no. It's a maybe. Who will be talking who into it? 
You answer that. I don't know. I think you'll be talking me into it. I, I think I think the reality is that you don't get asked every day to be involved with something like this. And I don't think Carrie has any interest in being a reality TV star yeah. per se. But I think both of us believe that life presents you opportunities. And, you know, life is like a, a path and there are doors along that pathway. And you don't get to see what's on the other side of the door until you go through it. Mm-hmm. And so it would be very hard philosophically to say no to an opportunity that you don't know what, what else it could bring. And so I think that's the big challenge. It's not, oh... I don't think she's excited to jump up and down and say, I can't wait to relive that and go through it again. Let's see, let's see what happens next year. You know, <laughs> right. maybe one of us could be a, you know, serial killer or yeah, something. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, or, yeah. So, uh, who knows? So I think from who that point of view, the answer is definitely the no. But the, but the question is, you know, you don't get opportunities like this. Yeah, and so then, I think we'll just and we, we are people who, who look for the, positive in an opportunity not the reason not to do it we always look for the silver lining yeah so i think that you know we'll continue to do that we touched on this a little bit Mm -hmm. with rachel at the reunion shoot but are there any other housewives you're in touch with that are sort of offering support or that you would reach out to yeah dolores and siggy both have just been lovely and super helpful. Like, I mean, I called Dolores the night before the reunion. I'm like, ah. <laughs> um, you know, and just talk me off a ledge, um, you know. And they're they're just great girls. So I, it's it's really lovely to to have established those friendships and and know that like if I need something, I can call any of them or text any of them, and they're just they're there for me. Well, because we're Bravo, because we're dealing with housewives, I have to ask. Yes. Any Bravo celebrities you've met that you were like, oh, not so nice, not so Hmm. supportive? I don't think there's anybody I've met, I mean, really, that has been like, eh, has been like an a-hole. Good. There really has. I mean, everybody's been so nice, like, to be honest. I mean, I was super excited I got to meet Jeff Lewis when I was in L.A. I I love him. I love him. He was just like, I was like, ah. I was like totally geeking out. Um, he was so nice, but yeah, no, I haven't run into a, a mean one yet, but I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Email me if you I mean, I will. <laughs> I mean that, you know, other than the ones I'm really close to. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. This was great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. It was really fun. Thanks. All right. Let's get into another Housewives that was on this week. The Real Housewives of New Jersey. I'm still like not, it's back and I haven't fully appreciated that it's back into my life. And then every time I see it, I'm like, yes! I'm I know. so happy. So exciting. <sighs> so good. And it's it's really been impressively good this season oh so far. Oh my God, so like, good. beyond what I was expecting. Me, yeah. And I, I knew about the whole uh, cake debacle. I'd seen some of those scenes already, but I did not. No. And I had spoken to both Siggy and Margaret separately, and I thought I knew, but then watching it, I'm very conflicted about right. the whole thing. Right, right. Well, because you love both of them. I do. Yeah. I love Margaret's accent. It's so strong. Oh, I know. I know. It's All so of the strong. omelet with bacon, avocado, and cheese. Oh, my cheese. God. It's like, like, I'm, I'm going to, I have to feast. Yeah. I have to feast. <laughs> it's like, so, it's so Jersey. It's so amazingly, gloriously New Jersey. Yeah. Um, but let's get into it. This is post cake, post Boca. Mm-hmm. We're back from Boca. We're back from Boca. Still talking about the cake. St- 
still, it's not going to end, as we saw at the end of this episode. Next week, it continues. Right. Oh, I just want to talk about, uh, I, I... This whole time, because I met them both, and I feel like I've uh, like spiritually connected with both Ziggy and Margaret. Mm-hmm. I really think it's a case of like stubbornness. Like I think if both of them would just like let it go, and I feel like Margaret is even trying to do that. And I really want to know what Ziggy is thinking, watching right. it and watching uh, Margaret in interview and watching her interact with the other ladies when she's not there, because it's one of those situations where I think. You think the worst of someone, so you assume they're all saying horrible things about you. But I really do think Margaret was just trying to, like, move things along. I don't get why she got so emotional, but she did. But let's just move on. Right. I don't know. I feel like it probably wouldn't have lasted this long if not so many people ended up on Margaret's side Mm. in the beginning. Because then now it's like, oh, so I only have Dolores on my side? Right. Cool. So now I'm just pissed at everyone. Well, what I thought was interesting was when Teresa and Melissa were talking to Joe about it, about what happened in Boca, and Joe was like, but Dolores set her straight, right? And they were like, no, Dolores was on Siggy's side. And when Joe was like, she's like family. I've known her since I'm 16. Did Dolores straighten her out? Because she's- no, she's so far up Siggy's ass that... I mean, you, I couldn't even pull her out. Really? Yeah. She's like family. We've been together since we were kids. Right, I was saying to Rachel, like, that turn of phrase is very strange to me. Right, it's, it's like your ear catches it. Yeah. I've known her since I'm 16. Yeah. You mean since you were 16? I, I'm confused. I always notice it on Sex in the City because I always go, I've been doing it since I'm 12. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense since you were 12? Anyway, tri-state area, though, I think gets it. Yeah. Grace, our producer, is like, I say that. I get it. She's Um, also like, this isn't funny. Keep going. I know. She's like, anyway, (laughs) moving on. So, yeah, what do you think about Dolores and Siggy and sides? Well, I don't know. Like you said, I see both points of it, I guess. But of the two parties, which would you have rather gone to? Ugh, okay, I don't know because I want. I wrote down that I wanted to hang out with you in pigtails and do the charcoal masks and take a picture. Right, that was my instinct too. That like, first of all, I'd love to do a slumber party a la Dolores and Siggy at Siggy's house because that looked fun. You're in your comfy matching PJs, doing a mask, good for your skin, and drinking wine. Right. But the other party, you had lots of people and you had all the rest of the girls and pineapple juice and rum. I know, and a cotton candy martini, whatever that is. I mean, I wrote down that I wanted to live in Margaret's house. Like, I feel like me and Margaret are very similar people. Mm. Like like Poochie. What does that mean? You like Poochie, the designer. I I didn't know that's where you were going with it. (laughs) No, 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 but yes. I thought you meant I'm like Poochie. Oh my God, can you imagine? (laughs) No, uh, like she likes bright colors. She's kind of crazy. Uh, in the best way, because I think I'm crazy too. But the, so, yeah. So I was like, oh my God, I want to be at that party. I want to live in her house. I love her decor. She seems super cool. It's funny that you love her house as it's like under construction heavily. (laughs) Well, not that part. (laughs) Not the room with nothing in it. But like the room that had like the green couch and like the cool pillows. I was just like, me and Margaret could get along. And I was like, Margaret, please send me a really cool makeup bag because I love them. Mm. I was like, your style is anything like that. I'm sure your bags are like that and they seem really cool and I want yeah. one. Macbeth collection. Right. And I also wanted, Pop wanted an envy hat. Oh, okay, yeah. But 
Something else happened in this episode, and we'll get to that diner meetup at the end. Okay. But I wanted to talk about, A, we hear more about Teresa's book, and B, this whole restaurant thing. Yes. So I was telling Rachel, oh my God, Like I have to talk about Teresa's book because I read it from cover to cover. Very quick read. Very good read in terms of like if you like Teresa, you like Housewives, you like any sort of shade, mm. you will like this book. And she mentioned Joe's restaurant. She said in the book that, you know, she had, had helped Joe. She was part of it. And she was like, I was really excited when the New Jersey paper wrote about it. But what's weird is they only wrote about it as Joe Gorga's restaurant. And mm. I'm clearly a part of it. That was weird to me. And it's like, that made it into the final draft of the book. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like sometimes you say something, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. But like, this went through edits probably, and she read it again. And there were so many comments like that about Joe Giudice, (gasps) Joe Giudice's mother, (gasps) and Melissa. What? I mean, not crazy things about Melissa, just like little... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little, little digs, little needling, right? Oof. So fans, you need to you need to check it out. What did she say about uh, Joe's mom? I won't spill all of it, but that basically Joe's mom blames Teresa for the <gasps> fact that her son's in prison. What? Yeah. Oh my god, I have to read this. And again, all I'm thinking about is, did Joe know she was going to be writing these things? Had he seen a draft of the book before it was published? Has he even seen it yet? Since, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Because those, I mean, it's one thing to to say things about your the future of your marriage and how you're uncertain. It's another thing to bring up the mother-in-law. And of all people, Teresa would know. Because right. family and like, yeah. are you a Gorga? Right. Right, right. Well, I thought we were going to be seeing this episode with a restaurant She's not a Gorga. She's a Gorga by marriage. But I guess that comes later in this restaurant. Yeah, maybe next episode because she said something to Melissa about like, okay, when she said she didn't want to be a waitress. Right. Would you be a waitress if you had to? No. I already warned him. I'm not doing that. Uh, So yeah, so this episode is when Joe springs on Melissa that he bought this restaurant. I wanted to surprise you. What? I bought this place. I'm so confused right now. You bought a restaurant. Yeah. You signed for this already? It's done. And then he kind of makes it be about it's for his dad. But I was kind of like, this seems like an excuse later. Right. Like you can't can't use that card necessarily to get out of being in trouble. All right, but listen, you want to know why? Because now it gives my father something to do. He's going to come in and show him the old homemade recipes. He can come every day. He spends three, four hours a day, you know? Right, and it reminded me of Stephanie Holman and Travis. I, me too. Just buying the house without telling her. I mean, both of these situations I would lose my mind. Melissa was being very kind to him. Right. Because, I mean, it's one thing to buy something that is, of course, going to be huge and profitable. Restaurants are tricky. Right, and you have to put a lot of effort into them. It's yeah. not like... It would be even something if he was like a silent partner or something. But it sounds like they're going to be very active with his dad going in all the time. Um, And she knows of all people because she's running a business. Right. So she knows what it takes. Plus he has his other businesses. Speaking of businesses, I was very interested in the fact that Melissa 
liked Margaret because she could like get her in with like understanding about business and stuff. Right. I was like, oh, very interesting, very savvy, Melissa. Turns out Margaret and I have a lot in common, and while we were in Boca, we really bonded about being in the same industry. You design these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you come up with all these like prints? We design all our own prints and we copyright them. Wow. You know, I think we definitely have to talk. I think you could do a lot of stuff. And, you know, I'll introduce you to some right people. She's got so many different licensing deals and products. And, like, she has a lot that she can teach me. And I am all eyes and ears on her. Um, but back to Margaret and Siggy. They have this text exchange the night of the double parties. Right. Uh, which I didn't think was insincere, but Dolores right away was like, that's phony. Or what did she say? It's perfunctory. Because it's perfunctory. It's what? She's doing it because she has to. It's perfunctory. Oh, it was so good. I just love Dolores. I love Dolores, too, because she gets so heated. Yeah, she gets so, like, just, like, I'm not going to take it. Like, oh, I love it. And she was like that when I talked to her. She was just like, let me tell you. <laughs> it was so good. Um, so then they go to this diner the next day. Right. Oh, I mean, Siggy got cheese fries. Margaret got an omelet. Yes. So they were really Bacon, eating. avocado, and American cheese. I remember the order. <laughs> um, and, yeah, like, I have to say, so it started out so angry. Both were just, like, not backing down. A lot of, like, just mean comments, I felt. Yes. And then it got really petty with, like, who knew Joan Rivers better? My timing is perfect. I'm like Joan Rivers. I'm sorry. It's funny. And I, I think I'm more like Joan Rivers. Listen to me. Soggy Flicker me is a Joan something. Rivers line. Let me just say something. Bring it. This is where Joan Rivers is? I know Joan this Rivers. This is where you are? Or do this you know Joan Rivers? Because I've been to a million parties at her house Honey, before she passed I know. Away. I did meet her three times. Oh, my right. God. <laughs> it's just kind of like, is this really happening? Are we fighting over who knew Joan? Yeah. And who 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 is more like Joan Rivers? Who's an right. actual person? <laughs> like, it was so strange. So strange. But then I felt... I got, like, that warm, tingly feeling at the end when it's, like, finally Margaret saw Siggy break down and is like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. When we're in a group of people and Siggy's crying hysterically, it's very theatrical. <laughs> All right, don't get me crying myself. I can't. But when we're alone and she's crying from what we're discussing, I actually feel horrible because I, I never want to make her cry. I'm a fucking wise ass, but I would never want to hurt your feelings. Right, and I liked the whole time Margaret being like, I'm, you know, I'm brash, I'm bold, but I'm, I'm never going to make another woman cry. That's like not who I am. But my intention is not to ever, ever make you cry. My intention is to be funny, and I am funny. And it's funny because I think this happens a lot on Housewives. It's like two people you think would get along really well because they're so similar. Because I, Siggy also is like loud and obnoxious yeah, yeah, quote yeah. unquote and like it's just gonna be in your face you would think that they would like bond over that but that did not happen yeah but so by the end they're like kind of laughing about everything right but I will tell you from speaking to them both this is not over right I was gonna say the same thing like not over at all like Siggy is still like in it um, there were two things I wanted to point out just really quickly. Number one, did you notice that Dolores's interview, gold interview outfit was hanging in the kitchen when she was talking to Frank? No. <laughs> yeah. So she was like maybe going to shoot the interview that day? Maybe, or like she had ordered a bunch of stuff to see mm, if it would be good interviews. Yes. So I thought that was funny. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, before we get into the next show, I was in a meeting that you missed, and I have to tell you something. Oh, no, what? I watched the first act of Vanderpump Rules. <gasps> oh, I really, I wanted to go to that, but I just had, like, so much to do today. Yeah. And I, I still will have a thousand things to do because I'm going to the Dallas reunion tomorrow. So you and I interviewed Jax, and he said, it's bad. That's all I'm going to say. It's bad. You find out in the first minute mm. what that thing is. How bad it is. Oh, oh my God. I'm so jealous that you've seen it. You're going to die. So we have your interview with Shervin yes. that we need to get into. But first, should we talk about the finale? Yes. Yes, please. Kevin Lee just can't get off our network. I mean, thank God. I know. I mean, I was not sad to see him. I was very happy. He's... Amazing. Right. Love him. He throws a great party. And like one of my favorite movies of all time is Father of the Bride. Right. Which in case you don't know, but you should know, the character of Franck is based off of him. Like literally based on him. That's what we're giving you people. Um, So he's planning this like Winter Wonderland Shaw's party. Right. That everyone's getting very dressed up for. I love a good dress. By the way, like that's the thing I love most about our Bravo shows. Because I don't live in that world where your friend throws a party and you are wearing like a gown. A, a gown that costs a couple thousand dollars. Literally, I don't think I've worn a gown since my prom. Right. Like I don't just have a couple hanging in my closet. Right. Um, I wish that was my life. Like <laughs> if anyone out there can make that my life, please do. Okay, I want to talk about something silly and then something serious. Something silly, MJ's apartment was so amazing. It was so gorgeous. Right? It was so cute. It's like, you can bring a baby into that apartment. Yeah, a baby will be fine. <laughs> um, you thrive, even. Uh, no, I thought, I couldn't believe that they were able to do that. And I feel like it was not a long period of time. I know, because that's what I wanted to know. What was the span of time where you're, you have everything, like, from down to, like, what kind of knobs you're going to have. Right. And remember her picking out yeah. the like, knob took, yes. like, three hours? So what I'm thinking maybe happened, and this is complete conjecture, is when they were in New York, maybe she was just like, do my apartment. Mm. God, right? Don't you wish that was you also your life? Your <laughs> just be, like, done and perfect? I thought I made a really good point about something, and I, and I lost it. I, it was about this fight with MJ and Vita on the way to seeing her dad, which, oh, like, yes. every scene makes me cry with her dad. It's, like, too much for me to handle. Not being able to bring my dad home for Thanksgiving dinner was the shittiest thing I've ever had to deal with. Who's going to visit the patient at 8 o'clock? So I'm going to take Christmas to him in matching PJs. It's not right. You haven't seen my dad in over a month. 
Stop yelling. Why should I stop yelling? Because I don't want to hear it. We're going to go see Shams. We're going to take a nice photo. What I love about our network is that we don't shy away from, like, showing that people and families aren't easy and they're always fighting. And, like, Vita's very difficult. I feel like every time we see her, it's a fight with MJ. And that's, like, reality. Right. And I love that about MJ. She'll just, like, warts it all, you know? And that's, like, a big point of contention with Asa, you know? What I love is how you just see... Tommy really it's not like he's the peacemaker because he's so loud but at the same time he is like you guys just need to shut the hell up like <laughs> what is going on I'm spending Christmas with you calm it down <laughs> right right come on stop stop this is Christmas I want to feel good about the fact that it's the holidays okay we promise we, we, we promise okay now you'll be happy because it's Christmas yes thank okay. you I just want it to be Christmas right. be like one two three Christmas I just think he is the best thing to happen to this family <sighs> me too I love him so much and we didn't get to talk about it but when he when when she went to Queens and like we met his family yes. and we heard his backstory yes. and like it just, I was so, and the way she described his family is like, his family's like chocolate ice cream with like whipped cream on top and cherries. It was just so beautiful. I was just like so happy for her. I like know. genuinely. And they just seem like good people and good for each other. I will literally be crushed if oh, they don't make it. Don't even, I, I don't even want you to say those words. <laughs> I, would, I would die. But speaking of relationships, two other relationships we kind of saw yeah. this episode. Number one, well, three actually, Reza and Adam. Right. And I know you, you hung out with him one day recently. Uh-huh. And they're still on the baby path. Yeah. I mean, but hard to say though, like, you know, I always wonder how how much is someone giving sort of the... What's happening in showtime versus real yeah, time. Yeah, you know, he knows I work for Bravo, but at the same time he was being... It seems like he was being very just like open, but yeah. And also, you know, people like to present a polished side mm. of things. It's right. no easy feat. Right, no. And this was, you know, the end of the season, and I feel like they've been doing this for so long that, like, they probably don't even see the cameras anymore, whereas, like, if you're on a press tour, you're very aware right. of what you're saying. Um, so I, I, it seemed like they're good. Yeah. No, I mean, they, he seemed, Adam wasn't with him, but he seemed happy, content, husband. Good. And then we see this mic. And Jessica, we find out about this letter, which just reminded me of the notebook, obviously. I wrote you every day. That's what, I know it was like one letter to her mom, but to, right. to Mike's mom, but. Jessica sent an email. Yes. What about the email? What, what, what do you want? She was apologizing for everything. Yes. I thought it was very sweet. So we find out that Jessica actually wrote a letter to Mike's mom to be like, I'm sorry for everything and I want to get back with Mike, kind of, is what I, I got from what Gigi said. I mean, what is she apologizing for? Oh, I know. But that's the whole thing, is that I think Mike's mom is like, she said in the episode, there are ups and downs, but you don't just leave. Mm. And I think that that's where she draws a line of like, yes, Mike did something wrong, but you chose to leave my my son and you made him go through all this pain, which does not make sense, but I think that's where she's coming from. Because right. like, well, he shouldn't have cheated either, Mom. Right. But 
Like, uh, you can't blame Jessica for leaving when he's cheated on her, you right. know? It just seemed like even the group of friends were, like, kind of okay with if they were to get back together. I think they were supporting it. I think right. they all, because I think that's what, they, they think that's what Mike really wants. I can't speak for Mike. I don't know. But just from Why what I'm you seeing. you want Jessica? She's beautiful. Right. And she's a nurse. And she converted for you. She gave up Christ for you. <laughs> Sorry. Every Shout time. out, Harry. <laughs> every time. Every time. Um, so, yeah, that was super interesting um, to find out. And I wonder what's going on now. All I want is an update. That's, like, literally all I want for my life. Well, if you guys haven't seen the teaser for the reunion, check it out on bravotv.com. Well, then I was going to say, then we end on... Womp, womp. Even the music kind of did that. And I was like, harsh bravo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. I didn't know that she got married in a turtleneck. Oh. Like, I didn't know it was so casual. Right, yeah, because we didn't get to see it. Yeah, I didn't realize it was like a, a not, I thought it was like a wedding wedding. Well, well, at the time, I was even like, how did she pull that off? It's been like a month. It seems like we're going to get more answers as to what happened. I felt like the end of the season, I still had all these questions for Shervin. Right. Because there was that phone call on the hill. Right. And then we got no more answers. I know. Think it maybe at the reunion? I think so, but I got to interview him and I got all the answers. I asked about and I asked about and I asked what his was and he told me everything because they're best friends. But I, we can't play it for you now because you're all going to find out at the reunion. But I know. All right, last, certainly not least. OC, also, oh my God. <laughs> OC, more like, oh my God. Um, Megan just wrote, why, Shannon, why? <laughs> I just wanted to say it like that. We'll get into that. Um, I wanted to start with what just tickled me about this episode, which is, no one can really stand each other. I mean, that's not true. Like, Tamara and Shannon are friends, but, you know, they're kind of annoyed with each other right now. Uh, Vicky and Tamara do not speak, nor do Shannon and Vicky. Lydia can't really stand Shannon. No. Uh, Peggy is just kind of in a weird place with a lot of the ladies. Right, but she's Lydia. But so Lydia's like, hey, you know what? Let's all go on vacation together to Iceland. So picture a faraway land with these colors dancing in the sky, also maybe known as Northern Lights. And I think it would be so fun to go to Iceland. Not an easy trip, you know. Right, right. Uh, it's not like just spa days and like right. vodka bars. It's just like climbing. <laughs> yeah, like I, just, I hope next episode is not just them climbing. <laughs> I, mean, like, I know what it is. Um, Nothing exactly happened when Vicky has to do physical activities. Right. Like but zipline. I don't know. It's like you know that the vacation is going to come. You know, like it is now a staple of our Housewives series. But of all the groups that maybe <laughs> should not be together in a foreign country is this one. Right. Ugh. But that said, that I'm more excited than ever for this trip. Oh, my God. I know. It's going to be amazing. But I'm, like, this is backtracking to last week. We didn't get to talk about it. Like, I really thought that Vicky and Tamara were going to have, like, a moment, especially because of what happened at Kelly's house a few episodes ago, because I felt like they wanted Tamara it. wanted it, yeah. 
And I don't know what happened or if, like, I, you know, I don't know if you've ever met up with someone and then, like, you kind of get railed up on the way there and by the time you're there, you're, like, not in a place to have that conversation. And I have a kind of a feeling that that's a little bit what happened to Tamara and Vicky. But it's, like, it's, it's, I think we're done. But on the next on, we see them sort of giggling. Did we? Get in this thing. Size is it? It's like a kid's size. Yeah, like she's trying on clothes, and you see Tamara sort of smiling, and then you see Shannon in the background, like not happy that they're laughing. Oh, Shannon, did you hear in my interview when I said to Vicky, "Do you think Shannon is the reason you and Tamara haven't made up?" She goes, "What do you think?" <laughs> it's like I don't know. No, maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry, Vicky. I mean. What I was going to say is, like, maybe Tamara talked to Shannon right before going into this conversation right. with Vicky. Um, but well, that's, that's what Vicky said. She has people in her ear. I have people in my ear. And it's like, how can you move on when everyone's constantly like, how could you forgive that person? That bird's tripping in my ear. Don't ever be friends with her again. Don't ever trust her again. I know Tamara's heart. I know that she cares for me, and I know she loves me, and I love Tamara. There's a lot of opinions going on. But maybe they will. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. Well, uh, but let's get into the drama the of the episode. Yeah. yeah. So they go to dinner to Megan's house to have their auras read. As and, you do. Yeah, as psychic. And then, like, immediately a lot of the girls are like, I don't believe in that. I don't want to do it. I don't care for psychics. Our psychic is God. They say Jagadakir. On my forehead, whatever's written on your forehead, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm here for Megan. I'm not here for the psychic. <laughs> like party poopers. Right, come on. Just like hear what your aura sounds like. Because I've got my aura red. I have a picture of it. Yeah, it's purple, right? It's, uh, I have a magenta afro is oh, what I was told. Yeah, so like orange body part. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you don't believe in that sort of thing, then don't take it seriously. Right. Then yeah. it's all like mumbo jumbo. It doesn't yeah. matter anyway. It doesn't matter. I don't know. It gets very comp. The devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm someone that's like very afraid of a Ouija board. Right. Like I, I'm like, don't let it in my house. I think yeah. it has the devil in it. So like, that's what I think of when they're when they're that level of like, I don't want any part of it. That's right. Very scary. Right. Where I'm like, if it was a Ouija board, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, so, again, we're trying to, to get to the bottom of this whole Peggy versus Shannon thing. Or David versus Deco thing. Yeah. We don't know. Shannon's still upset that Deco would even bring it up to her at their party. My husband has done a lot of shitty things, but he did not try and grill Deco. Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to defend myself over this nonsense. It's stupid. But I do think that it's... An unfair thing because Peggy tried to reach out several times. And then at dinner was like, Shannon, I th- I'm going to bring it up because I think that you're upset at me. I've tried talking to you. Will you talk to me? Like, what is going on? You know, I, something's bothering me. If something's bothering me, I like to lay it out on the table. Oh, sh- What I do now? Because I don't like to keep it bottled in. I feel like, Shannon, I did text you and I did call you. I need to hear anything back from you. And then it just exploded. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to say that, like, Oh, I totally get where Shannon was coming from because I don't think even Shannon looking back doesn't wouldn't say that. Like right. she she seems to also be like what what was I thinking? Like why was I so emotional? Last night was a real turning point for me. I'm absolutely humiliated. Right. 
Well, at the bottom of it, we know it's because she has a lot of feelings about David right now, and it's all right. coming out in other ways. And it didn't help that this situation was about David. I think that because David was directly involved with it, it didn't help the situation. Like, had it been something Shannon did or even Tamara did or something, but the fact that it was dealing with her husband, who she's having issues with, that probably didn't help the situation. Yeah. Also, low blow Peggy with the, do you trust your husband? I cannot tell if she knew or not. That's the thing. She has a very, like, uh, Tamara calls it resting bitch face. I think it's like a poker face. Yes. Like, I can't, like, I, I want, and I, I like Peggy, so I don't want to believe that she would be so but in the heat of the moment, mean you know, and biting everyone, yeah. And I don't, I don't think we've seen that from her before. Right? Like she'll, she'll defend herself, but she'll not. She won't like cut at someone. Cut at someone, yeah. So I thought that. So, but at the same time, if she knew it all, what are you asking? That's gonna be harsh, right? Uh, it just all was bad. But I loved the moment where Shannon was like, "I'm sick of everybody painting me to be the." And Tamara's like, <laughs> don't be. I'm tired of being made the f-ing asshole. Just stop acting like one. That is why I think, I don't know if you agree, <clears throat> Tamara's a really good friend. And the fact that she won't yes you, like she tells you when you're acting insane. Yes. I'll say she will do that. I'm not saying she's not going to not talk about you behind your back. She is a real housewife after all. I know. I wonder what Shannon thinks when Tamara's in an interview being like, Shannon's crazy. I feel like Tamara has probably told her. Like to her face. You know, going back to Shannon's first season, it's Tamara that was like holding her down. The truth will come out. Yeah. Who's like, wait, what did she scream at her? It was like, Tamara. Stop it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, she very much is trying with Shannon to be like, you look insane right now. You're not coming off well. Just let it go. Right. It's stupid. Stop. Why do you even care? Like, don't get so emotional. But then at the end, first of all, harsh flashback, bravo. Like, I know why you did the flashback with, like, when Shannon was like, last time we were together, I was on this couch and you were on this couch. You know what's freaking me out right now is I had a conversation with you four four years ago where you were sitting right there and I was sitting right here. But, yeah, then at the end she admits that, like, she's having problems again with David and she feels alone when she said that. I was like, ugh. Having some issues with David and, and I'm not... I'm not looking for pity. I'm not trying to throw a pity party for myself, and I'm I'm not playing a victim. I'm just sad. I think she's great, and I don't know why David can't see it. (laughs) (laughs) Message to David Bedore. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, of course, it all just happened, like, within a couple years. Right. If there's any problems at all, it's going to bring her right back to that. I would. I still am not over the guy who cheated on me. Yeah. Ugh. It just makes me so sad because I don't think that Shannon ever does anything with ill will. I think it's, she's just really emotional. Yeah. <laughs> and can't control herself. Shannon. But next week, Iceland. Iceland. Yeah, I like that we ended on the plane. We got the traveling out of the way. Next episode, we're there. And it looks like Tamara and Lydia are going to have a little bit of a feud. 
So we're going to look forward to that trip to yeah. Iceland. Yeah. I've never been, but I want to go. So my rose is actually from this episode of OC. Okay. Um, that Shannon goes, what kind of pot are you trying to stir? And Peggy goes, my feelings pot. What kind of pot are you trying to stir is what I want to know. My feeling pot. <laughs> oh, yeah, when she said my feelings pot. <laughs> that was amazing. That was really good. Thank uh, you for reminding me of that. My rose is that when Vicky was packing, she was like, can you even whoop it up in Iceland? <laughs> and it just made me really happy because, of course, of all the things that Vicky could be worried about on this trip, it's where could I possibly whoop it up? Yeah. So is there a place to whoop it up there? Like, I don't really you, see anything. What's their drink of choice? Vodka. Vodka? I can do vodka. Do you think she has it tattooed somewhere? Oh, God, that would make me so happy. She was just like, tramp stamp. Whoop it up. Yeah. Oh, tramp stamp. And I'll just go right into my thorn, which was this week on New Jersey. And I love Danielle Stubbs. She is my love and my light. But she wore this pink leather oversized blazer. And that is my thorn. <laughs> and it just hurt your heart. <laughs> it just hurt my heart. It hurt my eyes a little bit. Um, but I love her. And that's why it hurts so much. Thank you guys for listening. We want to hear your roses and thorns, as always. My feeling pot. Sorry, I just saw feeling pot again. It's so feeling funny. Feeling pot is funny. <laughs> and I feel like I have a feeling pot. <laughs> what kind of pot are you trying to screw? My feeling pot. Um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you so <laughs> That's so much. Um, we want to know what your roses and thorns were this week. You can tweet us at Bravo TV using the hashtag Bravo Daily Dish. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Meg Segura. And me at Rachie Rob. And until next time. Good as gold. <laughs> Different Sheena Shea song. But also a good one. Yes. Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today. Welcome to Pura. The most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, you're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the Outer Lands. There's no crime in Pura. No murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us. In Pura, we 
promised to keep you safe. They killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, in Kyrie. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now, ad-free, on Wondery+. Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus.